taking note of how you feel about your home. Because I think that's one of the biggest keys for me personally, is if my home is causing me to be overwhelmed, is causing me to be stressed out, then it's a major red flag to me that I need to change something. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips you've spent hours researching, you realize that they do not work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley, and in this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers. Our focus is going to be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your family's health, your home, and in your time. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that is sustainable and that does not add to overwhelm, and who also has seen amazing breakthrough by switching to a more natural lifestyle, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's dive in. Hey mamas, welcome back to the podcast. So today I want to talk a little bit about something that I actually have been struggling with myself lately. It's something that I have been working on in my home for probably the last six or seven years. And I will get to the point where I feel like I really have a handle on this. Everything's going good. It's all under control. And then somehow it just sneaks up on me and everything feels chaotic. And I quickly realize that I need to dedicate some time and attention to taking care of this. And what that is for me is clutter in my house. And it's so funny because it's something that I'm just continually working on in my home, or at least I feel like I am. So if I notice something that I need to get rid of, something that we don't use, I'm constantly looking as I'm cleaning up or putting things away or whatever it is that I'm doing, going about my day, and I see something that we don't use, I'm, I have like a box that I'm putting in the back of my van. And I'm just adding stuff to it and then taking it by the thrift store. All of these different things, I feel like I'm constantly looking for things to get rid of. So I don't actually feel like the clutter in our home is that bad. But the problem for me currently that I've come to realize is that I actually have less time now because I've taken on new things in my life. So I used to be able to handle a certain amount of stuff in our home because I had more time in the home to dedicate to managing those things. But now I have less time because I'm taking on these other things. So I don't have enough time to manage what I already had. So I'm really having to go back through and basically get rid of more stuff to to actually keep it manageable for myself and for my family. Because the reality is, as as the mom, my children are, are not in charge of the amount of stuff we have in our home. It's not their responsibility to care for a bedroom full of toys. You know, if I'm not allowing them to have the stuff that they need in a safe and healthy way because a bedroom full of toys is never going to be played with. It's overwhelming to them as well. And so it's my job as the parent to set some limits around how much stuff can we have and what what can we do? What systems can we create to keep them safely put away so that you are also not overwhelmed by clutter because it's my job to make sure that our home is a place of peace and of comfort. And if we're just constantly tripping over toys or whatever the thing may be, it's not peaceful for anyone. And I feel like it's my responsibility. And then of course my husband's as well. 
to really make sure that we're creating that environment. So the thing I've noticed about clutter is sometimes it's one problem. You have the problem of space. So you have too much stuff for the space that you have. And I've had that problem in the past and I've had to really go through and get rid of things. And that's where kind of my habit of just making a, it habitual to declutter as I go about my life, that's where that came in because I realized I don't have enough space in my home in order to be able to manage this stuff. There, it was literally just not enough space to fit the things that I had. So that is one problem you can have with decluttering. But the other problem you can have is what I'm coming to find out now is that I have the stuff I have, there's space for it for the most part. There are a few things I need to work on, but for the most part, there's stuff, there's space for our stuff. But my time that I have at home to manage it has decreased. So it's not a problem of a lack of space. It's a problem of a lack of time. And so you can either have a problem with space or time when it comes to decluttering, or you can have a problem with both. And I have noticed that it really just adds to the overwhelm whenever you, or at least for me, visual clutter is very overwhelming to me. Stresses my nervous system out. And I have noticed that about myself. And so one thing I want to talk about today is something called a clutter threshold. So figuring out what your specific clutter threshold is, and it may not be the same as mine. So Dana K. White, um, she is actually, she has a podcast and I think a YouTube channel. It's called The Slob Comes Clean. And she actually talks about clutter thresholds. And I love it because it actually makes perfect sense to me. And I notice a difference, like my husband has a higher clutter threshold than I do. And so we've really had to, you know, I've had to be accepting of the fact that he is fine with more clutter than I am. And then him also learning to kind of keep his clutter contained to a space. (laughs) And so what she says is that your clutter threshold is the limit of how much stuff that you personally can handle and easily keep under control in your home. I think that's such an important point of what, how much stuff can you actually easily keep under control? Not that you're constantly having to work and feel stressed out and overwhelmed by it. So if you're looking at your home right now and you can't easily manage the amount of stuff in it, then you're probably over your clutter threshold. I actually feel like that kind of takes a little bit of the emotion out of it because so so many times emotions are tied to our stuff. Whereas if we look at it as just, I'm over my clutter threshold and I actually just can't manage this stuff. I'm expecting more out of myself in my home than I am able to give or than my home is big enough to allow. And it takes that emotion or that feeling of shame or a failure or feeling like we have come short somehow. And we're just saying, nope, I've reached my clutter threshold. I can't work like this. I can't work in this environment any longer. So what I've actually realized now, even though I've decluttered stuff to fit my home, I've had this realization within like probably the last two or three months as our schedule has shifted that I actually now have an even lower clutter threshold because I have less time. And so I'm really just, and I was talking to my husband the other day about it. I just told him I can't manage our home at this level. And I really need to do a little bit more decluttering and I need to get some things put away. And I need to know that everything has a place because I want our home to be a peaceful environment. And I cannot do that whenever it's functioning like this. So I think some questions to ask yourself 
at least these are the things that I look at for clues that I have reached or exceeded my clutter threshold. So one thing would be, can you usually easily manage the things in your home right now? So is that something you're, you're not having any issues keeping up with the housework? You know, yeah, sure, you have kids, they live there, you're having to pick up toys, things like that. But it's not something that's taking a long period of time or something that feels like things are constantly out and things are constantly messy. Another question I ask myself is, is my house constantly giving me anxiety or feelings of overwhelm? So every time I look around, every time I come home, am I instantly feeling overwhelmed by all of the things that aren't done and that need to get done? Am I feeling anxious because my countertops are not clean and I really like for things to be, you know, relatively visually clutter-free, um, but yet they've been piled up with papers. And so just noticing when you, when you go into your house, are you constantly feeling anxious? Are you constantly feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling like you're just buried under the task that you need to get done in your home and there's not actually enough time for you to complete those tasks? Another question I like to ask, and this is something I'm actually focusing on now, is does everything have a spot or are things piled up in various areas of the house? So are things actually organized and put away? Do they have a spot where they go? Or do you have kind of like multiple areas of the house? I think we all have at least one catch-all area, but multiple areas of the house where you just don't know what to do with things, so you just pile them. To me, that's often a sign that we have too much stuff, or it could be that we, we need to better organize things, but a lot of times, whenever we don't have the space is when we start piling, when we start just throwing stuff somewhere because we don't know what else to do with it. So those are a lot of the like big signs to me that I am just over my clutter threshold and that something needs to change. So I just want to remind you that this is just extremely individualized. Like I mentioned earlier, my husband has a higher clutter threshold than me and your clutter threshold may be different than mine. It's something that we just really have to kind of evaluate for ourselves. So maybe even take like the next few days to really notice how you're feeling about your home, to notice how you're feeling about your stuff in your home, about the tasks that you need to complete. When you walk into your home, is everything put away for the most part? Again, I'm not talking spotless home. That's not at all what I'm here about. I'm talking to moms who have most likely children of some age, often small children, and that's not what I mean, but I'm saying is it just like stuff is constantly out. So just really taking note and and that's kind of where I'm at now. And then so if you are realizing that maybe you do need to declutter, I think taking note of what is actually the source of the problem. Is it a lack of time or is it a lack of space? Because I think that that can kind of really just help you to get to the root of figuring out, okay, I just don't have enough space. So it's not feasible at all for me to figure out how to keep all of this stuff. Whereas if it's a lack of, of time, maybe you're able to create some systems to manage the things that are really important to you to keep those things, manage them better. Or maybe you just say, like where I'm at right now, it's not a lack of systems. It's just, I don't have the time. So just really looking at your unique life and realizing that, it's very individualized for you, but let's make the time to focus on this thing of a clutter threshold, really give it a name, and then evaluate yourself in your home. 
And another point that I would like to make, especially if you are a mom parenting differently abled kids, I think it's extremely common for your clutter threshold to be really low. And there's no shame at all in that. There's no guilt in that. I think it's great to just really evaluate that in yourself. And if you find that to be true, then just to accept that as your reality. And you can really just decrease the overwhelm by accepting this is my reality. And you can give it a name even for people in your home to understand. Like, what what do you mean we need to get rid of all of our stuff? just explaining, I have a clutter threshold and I have, you know, I'm juggling taking care of the kids and running kids to therapy and, and trying these diet changes and trying all of these new things. And I just don't have the mental space or the time to be able to really devote to taking care of this amount of things. And so I really need to downsize so that I can give my all and my best to my family instead of it being consumed by stress by trying to manage things that don't matter. Obviously, there are things that do matter to us. Keep those things. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm just talking about the excess that we just tend to, it just tends to collect in our home. Even though I'm so vigilant about it, it's just amazing to me how quickly it collects in my home. I honestly am just shocked so many times. But I think just realizing where you're at in life and saying, you know, a lot of times if you're taking care of a child, especially if you're in more of a caregiver role, That just can be very mentally or physically taxing. And so accepting the fact that you just may not be able to manage as much stuff and that that's totally okay. And so what can we do if we've realized, okay, I I can't manage as much stuff for whatever reason. I can't manage as much stuff as what I actually have in my home. However, I don't have time. Like I don't have an hour a day to start decluttering my entire house. And I would say most of us don't. So that's totally okay. Um, The thing that I love is to just start, pick one room and start with five minutes a day. Actually set a timer. I love to set a timer. So like I will typically start with a room that we're in a lot. So the kitchen or the living room. Something that we spend a lot of time in so that I'm going to start to quickly notice the impact and I like to set, it depends, you know, you could do five minutes if you have 10 minutes, if you have 15 minutes. I wouldn't really go over 15 minutes. That's kind of what I like to set for tasks because I think as a busy mom, that's still something that feels a little bit longer, but doesn't feel daunting. Set a timer for five minutes or 10 minutes, and then make sure you have a box or a bag right there with you. I like to use either a box or a black trash bag so I can't see it. I actually have no, I'm not one of those people who is going to see it and then change my mind. Like when it goes in the box or the bag, I'm done. However, my family will see it and then try to drag it back out. I don't get rid of things that are not mine, but it's so funny how, you know, even it's like once, once it's put into this box or bag, bag, they don't care about it. It's not even theirs, but for some reason they want it back out. But that is one thing that I, I don't do. Now my children's toys, if they're not playing with it, I will sometimes get rid of those things. However, like my husband's stuff, I don't get rid of his stuff um, without him giving me the okay. I just will make sure I've set a timer, five minutes, and then I will just pick an area and work on that until the timer goes off. When the timer goes off, I'm done. Have my boxer bag right there and then immediately take this stuff out to my vehicle so that I am not thinking about it again. If you're one of those people who might change your mind and pull stuff back out. But I am the type of person who 
I just want it out of the house. So I'm not seeing it at all because again, visual clutter overwhelms me. So if there's a box sitting there that just needs to be taken out, it feels like it still has it left to me. So it's very important for me that I actually get it out of my house. So I'm not seeing it anymore. So just taking five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, whatever is feasible for your schedule, that's not going to be overwhelming. And I would focus on one room until you're done with that room, just because that way you're actually feeling like you're completing something. And like I said, picking a main area first, so you're going to see progress, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming to declutter. You can do it in small chunks and you can still make progress. The thing I love about this is the fact that that's actually how I started doing stuff. But like I mentioned earlier, now I'm just in a habit of decluttering. So as I'm going about my life, as I'm going about my day, I am just seeing stuff and I'm putting it into a pile, into a box, whatever it is. And then it's going out, out to my vehicle because that's just what my brain now does. It's just what I think of. So I think just taking kind of a little bit of encouragement from the fact that you can start small, start with five or 10 minutes, you will start to see progress. And then eventually your brain will just kind of start doing it for you without you thinking about it. You'll just be like, oh, yep, uh, we're done with that. Let's go ahead and donate that or whatever the thing may be. And then you really start to see progress because you're being consistent and you're staying on top of it. It's not like, you know, we do like the rage cleaning for an hour and we're convinced or, you know, we spend an afternoon like we're convinced we're going to get this whole entire house completely. It's going to look like a new house. We're going to get rid of everything in this house. I've done that so many times but it's not actually manageable. So then you, and you haven't built a habit of decluttering. So then, you know, within like three or four weeks, it's back to the cluttered mess that it was again. So I just love the, the idea of starting small, staying consistent and building it into a habit. Over time, you might be like me where just the dynamics of your home have changed or maybe the needs of your family, or maybe you've moved houses or your life has changed, whatever it is, you may have to reevaluate. Has my clutter threshold changed? I don't necessarily think that it's stagnant all the time. I think it can, can really ebb and flow with where we're at in life, what our home looks like, you know, how many people are in our home, all of these different things factor into what we're able to tolerate. And I will link Dana's book down below in the show notes, just so that if you want to just read up more on Clutter Threshold and all the different tips that she has to offer. I think she's a great resource and she's one of many that I've used over the years, but I do really like her stuff and um, I just like her personality. So anyways, I will share that as well down below, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of encouragement just to kind of take a look, evaluate what's going on in your home. How are you feeling about it? And just kind of maybe introducing you to that idea of a Clutter Threshold. And taking a bit of that emotion and guilt out of it when we can just accept that it's just, it's just the way we are. It's just what we can or cannot handle. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. And then what can we do about it to change? Just setting those five, 10 minute reminders and just getting started. And that's really what it boils down to is we just set a reminder, do something that's feasible, that's not going to add to our overwhelm. And then we just get started. So I hope that this blessed you and I hope that this helped you and I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share it with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. 
you can head over to our free Facebook community, Special Kind of Motherhood, to connect with me and other like-minded mamas. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.